Hey folks, Bee Highland here with a few quick notes before we get started. I want to first off apologize for our hiatus. There were some family emergencies, there was some illness, there were college apps, and they kind of exploded all around me, but guess what? We're back! I got into college and I'm super chilled out now, so that's really great, and I won't disappear on you again, I promise. In brighter news, we'll be at PodCon in Seattle this weekend, so if you want to record, hit me up on Twitter at TeenageGirlsPod, and if you want to hang out or if you just see me around, say hi, please. I love attention and talking to people and everything, you know? It's all very exciting. And just a quick note, if you like the show, please spread the word on social media and drop us a review over on iTunes. Being gone for as long as we have has really put sort of a, a toll on our listenership and I'd like to sort of get things back to normal and pretend this never happened but look anything helps so yeah thank you for your time and I really hope you enjoy this episode bye when I woke up this morning you were the first thing on my mind I know it's a little bit foolish to say to say thought about ASMR. Yeah. All right. I, I think you'd be really good at ASMR, actually. Um, I'm scared of it, though. On that note, let's get this started. Um, how about you introduce yourself? <laughs> how do I do that again? What do I say? I forget. Hi, my name's Salima. Um, I'm... I'm um, just say something about, like, give a fun fact. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Salima. <laughs> a fun fact about me is... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm 15 years old, but yesterday my dad thought I was 16. <laughs> fun fact. Good job, Iman. And my actual fun fact is I love the color pink. That's great. You're wearing a you're wearing a pink scarf, pink pink headband around the scarf. What yeah, else? it like keeps my ears warm. It's oh. really nice. I got it yesterday. It was three dollars. Nice. I'm really proud of myself. All right. So Salima, <laughs> dearest Salima. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> we had a small like <laughs> breakdown in this library study <laughs> room trying to think of what we should talk about. What things are are silly, B. I don't know what's silly. The, what's silly is that you stayed up until how late last night watching John Mulaney films? <laughs> One in the morning. Okay. But I only watched them for like 30 minutes. Nonetheless, let's talk about your John Mulaney deep dive. Okay. Because this is strange to me because I missed it. And I feel like I should have been, like, a part of this in your life. Yeah, I really think you should have, too. <laughs> basically, okay. I need to guide you through this. Basically, here's what happened. I got my friend Teresa, along with our friend Carla, we got her a birthday gift of, like, a record player and a John Mulaney vinyl. I helped decide which vinyl you, to get. You helped. You were part of the I was top secret process. Yeah. I didn't know the record player was part of it, though. That was an interesting surprise. Yeah. Teresa opened the record first and was like, you just got me a record. <laughs> we were like, you have to open the other one. So then I was like, okay, 
I helped Teresa set it up, and then I was like, I've never listened to any John Mulaney thing. Like, I've never watched anything. And she, so I was listening to the record with her, and I was like, I kind of like this guy. And so I found his video, the um, one on Stephen Colbert, the horse loose in a hospital. Oh, boy. And it's my favorite thing ever. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I just watch his, like, talk show. Well, I'm just, like, a big fan of talk show interviews. Like, Aren't we all? I love watching, like, Jimmy Fallon and, like, Stephen Colbert and stuff. So, like, I just watch his videos. That's extremely valid. Can I, quick diversion, can yeah. you rank the late night men for me? So I'm going to give you this list of boring white men. Okay, I'm ready. And I have a favorite, but I'm not going to leak that until you give me your ranking. Okay. So I'm going to give you six of them. Okay. All right, and you can probably guess who they are by me saying six. Or No, is it six or five? I don't know. However, let's, regardless. We'll, we'll count them as we go. Regardless, we have Seth Meyers. Okay. We have Jimmy Fallon. We have... James Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. We have Stephen Colbert. We have James Corden. That's five. Okay. Okay, okay. Actually, I have to think about this strategically. You have to think about this because strategically. Because my favorite show is Fallon. Because I like the, like, like, I love how they do, like, random stuff. And I feel like celebrities on there are always fun. But I don't know. He's not my favorite host is yeah. the thing. We're going by personalities. And I feel like we need to subtract band leaders from the equation because that puts Fallon a little higher up on my list than I would like to have Fallon on my list. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay. Because I love The Roots a lot. Yeah, The Roots are kind of the best. Okay. Yes. I'm going to say Stephen Colbert is first. Yeah. And then... Fallon, Seth Meyers, Corden Kimmel. Okay. I don't like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. My ranking is semi-similar, and I'm going to give this to you. Colbert is also at the top for me. Yeah. Because I trust him with my life. Yeah, I really do, too. I think he has interesting guests. I think he has a cool personality. I read the book he published under his persona from his Comedy Central days. I own that book. It's a very fun read. I would not recommend it. <laughs> Wait, um, it's vastly inappropriate. Oh, okay. Um, Got yes. It. But um, so Colbert's up top. Immediately following him is Seth Meyers. Yeah. Because I am. His era of SNL was the era when I was sneaking out of my room to watch SNL. So I feel a certain kinship with him. Kinship. Love that. Yes. Um, after that, I would go Corden and then Fallon and then Kimmel. Yeah. 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 Because it was towards the end of Jimmy Fallon's SNL era when I was sneaking out to watch SNL. And that was when he was breaking 80 times an episode. And it really grated on me even as, like, a four-year-old. <laughs> the thing is, like, about Fallon is, like, he's always just having a good time. And I think Corden does that, too, which is why people like yeah. him. Because he's just, like... He doesn't take himself too seriously, you know? Yeah. But Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers are better interviewers. Yes. Like, you get more out of watching their show. They have more journalistic integrity. Yeah, exactly. And also, Seth Meyers has funnier writers. But yes. that's just my hot take. And I just don't like Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. is controversial and annoying. Yeah. His <laughs> beard bothers me. Yeah. It's like one day he had a beard. One day he didn't have a beard, I mean. One day he didn't have a beard. And then one day he did. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's very fair to the rest of us. Um, um, I just didn't understand. Like, there was a change, and I didn't notice it happening until it was too late. 
So and you I felt like you missed out. I number one, I felt like I missed out, and number two, I felt like did I just imagine him being clean shaven? Because it yeah. just didn't. Did it ever happen? No, the beard just doesn't feel right on his face. Is the yeah, thing. it feels like it was photoshopped on there every time I look at it, <laughs> and it upsets me vastly. <laughs> That's how I felt about Fallon's mustache for that period of time. He had a mustache for like a week of his show, and everyone was like, What are you doing? And he was like, I'm just trying it out. He had a beard, which made just about as much sense as Kimmel's. Okay, don't care for it. (laughs) You saw it? Yeah. (laughs) All right, there's your update on my opinion of Jimmy Fallon. It's gone. He's now tied with Jimmy Kimmel for worst. What? But he shaved his mustache off. I know. But you're just upset that he did it at all. I'm upset that he did it at all. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. So, you got anything you want to spiral off of there? Because I got (laughs) ideas. They're not good ideas. (laughs) I don't think this is going to be, like, especially good. (laughs) No, it's okay. We might as well just be comfortable with the mediocre range. Yeah. Are we comfortable with our own mediocrity? Yeah, I'm so comfortable with it. As long as we're having fun, it's cool. Yeah, that's sort of my philosophy about life, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I might not be very good at this, but at least I'm I'm trying. Exactly. And we're having fun. We're having a good time. What else can we ask for? You ever feeling mediocre lately? I don't want to put down your self-esteem. You're young and still, like, thriving a little bit, but... Not even close. You, you can thrive. Thanks. I want you to thrive. You can, too. Listen, it's still <laughs> a little bit late. I'm, no. I've already submitted most of my college applications. We're just going to see if they can deal with it. They can seal... Smith, if Smith College lets me in after I admitted in my application that I have a crush on Robin Wright from The Princess Bride, <laughs> like, that I had, like, a, a vicarious childhood fantasy of just being the pirate from Princess Bride, <laughs> um, like, we'll see, but... It's all a mystery at this point. Yeah. I'm, I'm no longer thriving, but you can thrive. Thanks, B. You can begin to thrive. I, 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 I think so. Okay, mediocrity, like, in myself... <laughs> I'm really mediocre at a lot of things. But lately I've been, like, focusing more on the things that I'm, like, exceptional at. Just yes. because it makes me feel better about myself, That's you know? Good. That's good. Like, That's why I baked pies. <laughs> good. Yeah. Baking pies is good. Like, I realized, like, I'm kind of the worst at um, a lot of things. <laughs> no, but what are you good at? Let's talk what about am I good that. at? Yeah, let's talk about well, the things you're good at. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm good at, um, reading. I think it's yeah. a really important skill that some people actually aren't good at. You yeah. can be bad at reading. Yeah. And no, I think definitely. I'm good at reading. I think I'm good at writing. Yeah, you are. I've read your poetry. It's cute. It's I think good. I'm, thank you. I think I'm good at acting. Yes, you are. <laughs> Let's talk about acting then. Cause you, you really like acting. You want to, yeah. you want to do it. Yeah. Right? So why do you want to act? Acting. Yeah. I love acting because I love acting because well, I just love the arts in general. Like I love the arts and I love performing arts. And I'm just like obsessed with movies. TV. Like I love I like I like that it's a challenge to like succeed in the industry. Like I like that feeling that it's like doing something that's yeah. like kind of the impossible. So, um I think every 
time I get a new script, like it's a challenge and I get to learn something new and I get to learn something new about myself and I don't know, tell a story, which is like really fun. Nice. Um, I am not an acting t- person. I am terrified of it. I am a behind the scenes person. A techie. I'm a techie. <laughs> Going to screenwriting school. Um, That's so fun. Yeah. So, um, what draws you to performance specifically? Because I get, like, the love of theater, get the love mm-hmm. of film and television, but I, like, performance is so alien to me, mm-hmm. at, like, outside of, like, stand-up and all that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what's the deal with, um, that wasn't supposed to be a stand-up joke, but I guess it is now. <laughs> so, what, what's, what's the deal with performance? Well, I love, like, I'm, when I watch things, like, I'm, drawn into the actors in and of like themselves and their on camera presence or their on stage presence or whatever and i think that it's a very cool thing to like be a part of like carrying the story like directly to the audience yeah you know and it's just fun like yeah i I think it's really fun to get to play a character is there a particular character you've played and i know like through school plays you've pretty much had minor roles which sucks mm-hmm. um because you're very talented Thank like you. is there a favorite role you've played um this last one for shakespeare i liked much better than up the down staircase for yeah. obvious reasons <laughs> let's just oh, let's start off by comparing up the down staircase to shakespeare in that they are like the polar opposites of quality writing thank you yeah up um, the down staircase about this character because you were one of the what's it called the mighty oh 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 I, I was not paying. The, the students? <laughs> no, because there was like the, it was like a complimentary word that our motto, we did Love's Labor's Lost. Oh, this. I thought you were talking about Up the Staircase. No, no, no. Oh, no, the no, academics. No. The academics. And then there was another one. There was like. For me and When y'all would like go out and march on the stage. Oh, the worthies. Worthies. Okay. The worthies. I was thinking like it's something I'd call like a D&D party. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that was fun. Um, you and somebody else were like, you held a sword up and it made me personally, and I think that everyone who saw me in the booth can attest to this, very excited. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I was just like, yes, Salima is here. She is ready. She (laughs) is, she is stunting. She is conquering. She is (laughs) like destroying the game. In her little nun costume. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing is, I realized that out of the two roles that I've played at Madeira, each one has been some kind of controversial. Like, I've never played one that's just, like, a character. Like, first I had to play Edward, which is, like, controversial on its own. Yeah. And then they put me in a nun costume, which is, like, its whole other thing. Yeah. And so I was like, why can't I just be normal? Like, yeah. <laughs> let me be people. They're just, like would you like to be a nun? And I was like, no, thank you. And they were like, good, you're going to be one anyway. And I was love like, it. thank you for that. So we yeah. love it. Yeah. But out of the two, I liked Lady Natalie better. Her name is Lady Natalie? Yeah. I have not read the script. Fun fact. <laughs> Wait, how do you do the lighting? I was sound. I was sound. I talked to the director. So I read parts of the script. I'll say that. <laughs> Just parts, <laughs> bits and pieces, and then you got, and then you got to see it all come together. Though yeah, when you watched it. Yeah, I had other things to do. Um, yeah, again, exactly. Again, I was very sick during most of the production of that play. This is true. Most of the music that you may have heard, if you did that show, if you went to that show, 
that was written while I had a 102 degree fever. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and well, it you were sounds to like it. Chem. And it sounds like it. It definitely sounds <laughs> like something written by just me, very sad in bed with a 102 degree fever. Ugh. That's the worst. Yeah. But that's enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Never enough about you, B. No, all I can physically do is talk about myself. It's terrible. <laughs> what? Okay. We were talking about. Oh, yeah. We were talking about. Favorite roles. Yeah. Favorite roles. So I've done lots of auditions for other things. Yay. Never gotten any of the parts. Oh, but no. it, it's fine. I See, the thing is, I'm not mad about it because I'm just I'm just trying to build up experience right now, you know? So, like, being able to say, like, I did, like, six auditions over the summer, like, feels good to me. Even though I didn't get any of the stuff. Because it's, like, now I'm, like, truly, like, an aspiring actress, you know? Because I'm, like, working. So, out of the favorites I've auditioned for, I I got to audition for a, a bully character one time. Which Ooh. actually was kind of fun. Because I think it's so opposite of my it normal com- personality. I'm imagining, like, it's really difficult for me to think of. So, it's, like, that's, like, fun to, like, do something that's so much, so different from yourself. Yeah. I got to do, a, like, a... I had to do a Baltimore accent one time. Don't ask me to do it. I don't remember how. My but. mom has one. <laughs> Does she really? Yeah. I met I, your mom. I didn't no, It's really it. light. Like, it really depends on who she's talking to, but if she's talking to other people from the area, she, like, she will start, like, dropping her Gs. She will start, really? like, using, like, affectionate, like, nicknames sort of condescendingly, but not quite. Does she drop the T in Baltimore? Balmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yes, that um, that she did pass on to me, um, which sort of gives me the hell accent that I have if I'm not trying very hard. <laughs> um, have you heard my like actual like natural accent? Because it's not fun. It's, what is it? Let's uh, hear. It. All right. So basically, my family is like you know, um, um, my dad's from a little bit south of here, and both my parents went to school in Richmond, so I get a little bit of southern stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of family in Appalachia, not Appalachia. Fuck am I? And uh, so I get some of that, and I get some like Pittsburgh stuff added Whoa, in, what and a some mix. some Balmer stuff added in, and it just fuses into like like if I am talking to somebody from the South, I will sound slightly Southern, but they will not be able to place where in the South I'm from. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird. Like it's it's an interesting like because I sort of adapt my accent to him around, and I know that like that's normal like people fucking people do that my mom does it yeah (laughs) most of my friends do it like it's not abnormal like I've been told sometimes that my voice like okay first of all everyone's voices change based on the situation like that's just a fact of life that's so like and I have the weirdest range like this is the lowest I get right here and then it gets really high sometimes your impression of your sister is lower than that though Oh, well, yeah, yeah, but my my normal voice, like, when I'm just talking, it's, like, this is the lowest, and then, like, it can get really, really high randomly, and I'll talk like this. Like, it's just so strange, and it's, like, based on the situation, people are always, like, why do you sound weird? And I'm like, Why do you sound like 2012 Ariana Grande? Exactly, and I'm, like, don't judge me. (laughs) I love your voice. I think it's very fun. Thank you. Or fun's not the right word for a voice. You know what? It's okay. I have a fun voice. Yeah, you know, um, I'm bad at adjectives. <laughs> no, but I think what I think voices are a really interesting part, and this feeds into that whole acting thing because, yeah. like, 
is like it's an important part of acting and you do impressions sometimes which I think are delightful Thank and wonderful. You. I'm working on them. Yeah. I'm developing some new ones, fun fact. But oh god. Gotta keep it top secret. Yes. Until they're out. <laughs> These like exclusive <laughs> of the most random people too. Like it would never serve me well to like if I like ever decided to like like if I ever but tried to work on SNL, or but you could do a character based on our um, our history teacher who you do very well. Yeah, he's my history teacher. I don't know if he's your history teacher at all this year, um, but you could do a character based on him. He definitely yeah. like he does it. He does impressions in our class sometimes. Does he really? He's, of who? He's done Trump. He's done Putin. Are they good? His Trump's okay. I'm not going to say anything about the Putin, because I really don't know what Vladimir Putin sounds like. <laughs> Me neither. I have um, no clue. Does anyone know what he actually sounds I like? I only know what, what what's Beck, his name? Beck Bennett? On on SNL when he's impersonating um, yeah. Putin sounds like. Yeah. Beck Bennett's buff. Like, that met, that trips me up sometimes. <laughs> also, one time I was on a college tour, and it was, like, this really prestigious film school, and then they mentioned that Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney went there, and I was just like, are those the alums you're going to shout out right now? <laughs> are those the ones? You know, at, my sister goes to University of Pennsylvania, and they have the, like, the strangest group of, like, alum that are just always on campus, like... Joe Biden is just there sometimes. And then sometimes he just teaches courses. And of they're course. like, Biden, Why what are he? you doing? And like, Trump. He's a Scranton boy. Trump graduated there too. Yeah. And so did his daughter. So sometimes they're there. Tiffany. Tiffany. And then John Legend graduated from Penn. So he just comes to campus. No, that's not fair though. I know. Mona was like, we were watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade and John Legend was on. Just like, yeah, you know, he's a Penn alum. We're like, really? And she's like, yeah. I just, sometimes we just see him at school. And I was like, <laughs> Does he bring his children? I don't know. I'll ask. I'll ask. I don't know. But his kids are so small. I'm mildly obsessed with that family, and I don't. I don't like like holding up celebrity couples. I made a chart about celebrity couples for my last internship that I had, so I'm actually going to redact that statement because I did make a chart. But a they, chart like ranking them. Uh, so you know, like D and D alignment charts, where it's like lawful good, chaotic evil, all that. No. So, okay, <laughs> so for context, in Dungeons & Dragons, the game, um, it's a game where you play characters, right? Yes. It's a fun, like, play-acting game, but also you're fighting dragons with dice. It's a, it's very nerdy. Yes, and it sounds like it, but it's okay. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Um, there's a way to talk about, like, is your character good or evil, and if so, how are they good or how are they evil or how are they in the middle? So we have good, neutral, and evil, right? And that's mm-hmm. our um, that's our y-axis. And then our x-axis is chaotic, neutral, or lawful. So, like, I made the that chart about celebrity couples, except it was together, married, and broken up. Okay. So this happened the day of the Pete Davidson-Ariana Grande split when oh I made God. this. And somehow so John Legend and Chrissy Teigen weren't on this chart. I need to figure out. Because I think they're just lawful married, frankly. Yeah, but, they are. Yeah, like, they're fine. They're, um, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, that's where they are. Because Chanel Monet and Tessa Thompson were um, chaotic together, question mark. Married celebrity couples. Yeah, that's, that's what I realized. Because otherwise, or engaged, I guess, because they're said to be married. Otherwise, I just feel like. They're, everyone's like, oh my god, they're perfect. And then I'm like, 
Yeah, but will they last forever? But then we have engaged ones like Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Which was, honestly, I was sad for them. I was, that was a tragedy. It really was. It, it, it hit me. Pete Davidson didn't deserve that. Ariana Grande also didn't deserve And I, like, I do think that there were, like, some issues in the relationship because, like, I adore Pete Davidson. I don't think he's, like in the right state emotionally to be a, like, stable partner for somebody. Mm -hmm. And I want him to get better, and I want him to, like, find love and be happy and recover. But, like, you got to prioritize yourself before you put other people into the equation. Especially her, because she's been through so much, like, in the last, like, year or two. Yeah. That, like, she just needed someone that would be, like, as, 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 like, on top of it, too, that she is. Yeah. You know? I, I did like that pig, though. The pig? Oh, yeah, the pig. Piggy Smalls. Piggy Smalls, and I liked that Tan France was doing parts of their wedding for them because I love Tan France. Oh, really? They yeah. Would, oh, I did see that. Yeah, it was really I cute. saw that. Yeah. Online. Yeah. Wait, that's perfect because they did that SNL thing. Yeah, it was real cute. I, God, I just love Tan France so much. Sorry. Carly made me watch Queer Eye last year. I Aww. remember that. And we watched the weirdest episode. Which one? It was like this old man. Oh, the first one, yeah. Is it the I first ever episode? Yeah, I was there with you. Well, it was a reboot of an old show that was, like, early 2000s. Um, uh, you know Ted Allen, who hosts Chopped? Mm. Um, he was the original food guy. That's a fun fact. Was he really? Yeah, on The Old Queer Eye, before Anthony Avocado Man took over. For more Queer Eye hot takes, follow my Queer Eye fan cast that I haven't made. <laughs> um, yes. Um... All right, so let's wrap this up. This podcast made no sense, but it's, it's fine. fine. I can string it together into something coherent. That's the magic of computers. Should we tie this all back to the talk show hosts? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's number one talk about talk show hosts. How do we tie it all back? Here's, oh, you remember when Pete Davidson announced his, um, <laughs> his engagement on Fallon? And I was yeah. just like, you remember the way you felt then? You're just like, but no. No, this is too soon. But then you just sort of started to accept it. Yeah. You know, no, here's how I felt. Because I already was, like, no, they're engaged. Because I saw the ring and, like, whatever. Yeah. And I love Ariana Grande, so I was kind of stalking her. But of then course. I was, like, well, I wish she announced it. Yeah. Like, I kind of wanted her to announce it. Because she's more famous. She's more famous. And then I was, like, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> that was kind of how I thought about it. This sort, of, this sort of slow, general acceptance of their relationship is my favorite thing about it. Yeah. Um, my favorite Fallon moment of all time, though, and now I'm thinking about this because this relates to the John Mulaney part from earlier, is when Perfect. John Mulaney and Cardi B were both oh, on the show at the God, same time. Oh, my God, I remember. That was that amazing. And even John Mulaney knew that he was kind of a part of the coolest thing ever. Because he was like, I can't believe I'm sitting between Cardi B and Jimmy Fallon right now. Like, this is crazy. Jimmy Fallon was so stressed out during that that it filled me with joy. Yeah, he was really stressed. Thank you, James Fallon, for looking stressed. It made me happy. (laughs) (laughs) I love Schadenfreude. So let's ask this wrap-up question. Yeah, what's the wrap-up question? What song are you feeling right now? What is you? Tell me this song. Give it to me. The song that is me right now? Yes. What's yours? Mine right now is still... I'm still thinking about that article 
and I'll link this in the description from the niche about John Mulaney and Anna Marie Tender's in, Tendler's Instagram. So wouldn't it be nice is sort of the only thing in my head right now. Um, but if you if you got if you got better suggestions, I'm all ears. <laughs> I knew that. Ugh, I just hate decision making. That's fair. I really just hate making decisions. Like, you can't even blame it on your zodiac sign like I do. <laughs> What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Libra. We're indecisive. I'm a Pisces, and I don't know what that means. It means you're a fish. I don't, I don't know anything about Pisces other than that they're fish. Yeah. Because pescatarian, that's how I remember that one. I've heard they're supposed to be really, like, bohemian, but I'm not that at all. I think they're just kind of chill, and you are pretty chill. They're, like, kind of hippies, though. Yeah, that's Aquarius, I thought. Aquarius? Well, Amani's an Aquarius. I don't remember. Amani is not an Aquarius spiritually. No, she's not. She's something else. I'm going to look up what Pisces are. Okay. You do that while I think of my song. Yeah. Rihanna's a Pisces. I think that's important to <gasps> That's know. a good sign. Pisces like being alone. They like sleeping. They like music. They like romance. They like visual media. They like swimming. They like um, spiritual dot dot dot. I'm not clicking another button. Um, that kind of sounds like me a yeah, little bit. Yeah, they're compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle, and musical, and wise, but you can be fearful, overly trusting, a little bit sad, and you kind of desire to escape reality. It sounds a lot like me. It's a little scary. I yeah. don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, what's your moon sign? <laughs> and I can't think of any songs. What this artists are you into lately? What artists? Yeah. Well, I'm, like, really consistent for the most part. Like, what singers I like to listen to? You're a Taurus moon. Sorry, this is fascinating. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. But in terms of what artists I like, I do, I really do like Ariana Grande a lot. And yeah. I love singing, too. And yeah. she's, like, a really big inspiration for me because I love her as an artist. What's your favorite Ariana Grande song? Um, my favorite one? Yeah, let's go into that. From any album. Any, any album? You can even go from Victorious era if you'd like. <sighs> love Victorious. Okay, I'll... All of the eras. That's hard, but um, well, the, I feel like there's like two categories for her. Like there's her ballads, which are like amazing, and then there's like her like poppy songs. Which you is know, fun. my favorite one of all time is probably I have no idea actually. I literally don't know. I right. I, I think let's just go with the broad Ariana Grande category and then call it a day. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, shake hands. Shake hands. Shake Anything hands. you'd like to say before I stop recording? Just that I don't remember any songs, and that's why I don't have an answer to the question. Great. We love it. Let's just say I, I, I feel like an Ariana Grande song, but I don't know which one. Yeah. Keep it And mysterious. I have the Serena Carpenter one on the playlist already, so it's okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. Do you remember this all day afternoons in i
Stay in bed.